thank you for listening to the Coal Mind podcast. This is David Cole from Dallas, Texas. Today is July 10th, 2020, and today I'll be talking about a statue on the town square of McKinney, Texas, of a former governor of the state of Texas. Hopefully, examining that statue and the history of how it came to be there will help us find a way forward on some of the many questions we have today about public art after all of our recent demonstrations and discussions of the legacy of the Confederacy. I begin by going to McKinney, Texas. It's the county seat of Collin County, the county immediately north of the Dallas County, where the city of Dallas is. At one point, McKinney was a, a fairly small town in a rural county. It was the center of the county, had a cotton gin there. Cotton farmers brought their cotton in for processing. And the square was where the courthouse was located, the center of the civic and the business activity of the town. When McKinney was like that, uh, another time, really, when that part of Texas was agrarian, as opposed to how it is now with cars and parking lots and freeways and everything, a statue was placed on the corner of the square surrounding the courthouse of a gentleman wearing a frock coat, business suit of the late 19th century, long beard of the style that was fashionable back then, and his hand raised in a gesture of a type of public speaking back then called elocution. The idea was that you would hold your hands in certain ways to emphasize your speech, and he's practicing that art. This statute of Mr. James Throckmorton has become the subject of some debate. There's a national discussion about statues and other uh, objects of public art that relate to American history and the Confederate States of America. And the question before the leaders of McKinney and Collin County is whether Governor Throckmorton's statue should be removed from the position where it is now on the square of McKinney and either placed in storage, sold to a private collector, or some of the other things that have happened to other Confederate memorials around the country. I think there are three considerations that should be discussed as to why Governor Throckmorton is perhaps different from some of the other more polarizing statues of Confederate leaders and Confederate imagery, and those are what I'd like to discuss today. The first is that Governor Throckmorton was not a Confederate firebrand. Uh, he was invited to attend the uh, Texas Convention on the Question of Secession from the Union in 1861. Uh, a great majority of people who attended that voted in favor of secession. The historic record shows that he voted against one of only eight delegates to that convention, voted against secession. And the Handbook of Texas, an authoritative reference on this sort of uh, Texas historical matter, notes that he was the most outspoken of those voting against secession at that convention. He was unsuccessful. Texas seceded. He went on to join the Confederate Army and did serve as a brigadier general in that army during the war, doing various things in the generally in the Texas area. After the war, he was uh, the, when Texas was readmitted to the Union, he became governor for a year or two after the Civil War. In the 1870s and 1880s, he served as a congressman. This was a person who, while he did serve in the Confederate military, also occupied positions of leadership. Uh, in the United States after the Civil War ended, and he was uh, a voice against secession when people asked to hear his voice. To be sure, he joined the army after the decision about secession had been made, but he was not an advocate for that position, and he worked to restore the Union after the war. So there is question as to whether he is fairly put in the same basket as others, such as Jeff Davis, who affirmatively led the fight for secession and against national unity. The second issue that I think is relevant to Mr. Throckmorton's statue is what it shows, what images are there. 
Here in the city of Dallas, we've taken down two Confederate statues in the last several months. In the downtown area, we took down something called our Confederate Memorial. I say something because it's hard to describe. It's sort of a hodgepodge of different uh, images about the Confederacy, soldiers, leaders of the Confederacy, that sort of thing. It was exceedingly unattractive, in my opinion, and it had the misfortune of being placed in, right in the middle of our modern convention center, in the middle of the downtown area, just an accident of history that ended up there. But something that polarizing and that unattractive really had no business, in my opinion, opinion, being in the middle of our modern convention area where we have visitors coming from all across the nation and the world. Up the street, in what was then called Lee Park, we had a large uh, statue of Robert E. Lee on a horse with an unnamed uh, Confederate soldier next to him, also on a horse. Both of these statues had uh, Confederate military leaders and soldiers wearing military uniforms. The one downtown had a lot of little slogans on the statue about the valor of the Confederate troops and so on and so forth. Both were clearly tributes to the Confederate military and the taking up of arms against the United States. In the square of McKinney, what do we see? We see a man wearing a business suit, raising his hand in a somewhat stilted gesture, perhaps, but one that is associated with civil dialogue. It is not a monument to the Confederate military the way these other monuments are that have been removed recently in this area. The third point, where is Mr. Throckmorton from? Tennessee originally, but he came to Collin County, set up his, his family and life there, and became a, a Texan for the remainder of his life after relocating here from Tennessee. This is not a statue of some stranger, Stonewall Jackson or, or Jeff Davis or some other Confederate leader who had no connection to Texas. This is a tribute in McKinney to someone from Collin County and McKinney. There's a plaque on it that says that essentially that Governor Throckmorton was an interesting person. It doesn't say anything about the Confederacy or the lost cause or any of these other strange abstractions that work their way into some of these memorials. It is simply commemorates that this man was uh, from Collin County and had an interesting career. The question then is, is this statue, which is unquestionably of someone who served in a position of leadership in the Confederate military, something that should be removed from the public square of McKinney when the figure first has a record of speaking against secession, second is not associated in the statute in any fashion with the Confederate military, and third has an actual personal and historic connection to Collin County and to McKinney. If service in the Confederate military in a leadership capacity is disqualifying, so be it. The statue should be removed. But there's a broader context here to this gentleman and the decisions he made at the time and the roles he played, and I think those factors ought to be considered in whether or not we take this statue down and replace it with something else. A potential option would be to examine the plaque that accompanies the statue now and perhaps add in some information about the secession vote and some of the other things that he did, some specific to give some perspective and tell a little more history than might be obvious from just looking at the statute right now. Those are questions for the folks in Collin County and for the leadership of, of McKinney. And they are serious questions that should be considered, but I think they should be considered in light of the full record and not simply whether he had a connection at a point in his life to the Confederacy, a, a, a serious connection, one that should be considered. But I think there's a serious uh, dispute can be had as to whether that is an automatically disqualifying connection. 
I appreciate you listening as we walked around the square of McKinney and thought about the statue of James Throckmorton and thought about his legacy from his career in Collin County for the state of Texas. Next up, I look forward to reviewing some of our 2020 opinions from our Supreme Court, including the high-profile cases about the Trump tax returns and this case about whether or not eastern Oklahoma continues to be an Indian reservation. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Spotify and iTunes, and I appreciate you listening. I enjoy spending a little time with you.